the workers' beat. And I'm Gene Lance, and the beautiful redhead is here. Bonnie Mathias, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's New Year's Eve, it's New Year's Eve. We're saying goodbye to, to a very, very... Oh my God, I'm so glad it's over. It was a very, very bad year. It was rough, but we did get to see Trump's tax returns yesterday. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. Get ready to call us, but first, let me read some things that are coming up that you can do in 2023. First of all, enjoy your Union One holiday on Monday, June the 2nd. That's right. June the 3rd is a business January. Day. January. July the... January. January the January. <laughs> Let's start with January before okay. we get to June, I was okay? Skip I'm just saying. Okay, in January the 3rd is the first business day, and that's a good day to apply for vote-by-mail status yes. and to renew your deputy registrar status. On January the 11th at 1230, the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at the AFT Hall, Bishop and Center in Oak Cliff. Everyone's invited. Call Judy at 214-729-0063. Labor Civil and Human Rights Conference in Washington, D.C. is January 13th. January the 16th is the MLK holiday, and Dallas will have a march and parade. To be in the union contingent, or and you don't have to be a union member to join, just to be a supporter, contact Lou Luckhart or Jason Tomlinson, 214-826-4808. I don't have a lot of stuff coming up, but if you have things that you want to advertise, call us at 972-647-1893. Have you done your predictions, Bonnie? Uh, I don't have any. You don't have any predictions? No. Well, I put mine on my Facebook page and uh, also on the Dallas AFL-CIO Facebook page. It asks people to put their predictions. And it asks questions like this. Will President Biden run again? That's one of the great questions. Another question is, is there going to be a recession? And how bad of a recession? Is it going to be a soft landing, as some of them are hoping to say, or what? Uh, you know, all these predictions of, of doom and gloom when it comes to the to the economy, uh, I got to say, are, are we trying to fulfill some kind of a prophecy? Because I'm looking yeah. around and I don't see it. If we say it's going to be bad, does that mean it's going to be bad? Well, exactly. See, I don't get it. Uh, mm. Why are we not celebrating the victories that we have? Yeah, uh, we did. Labor had a very good year in yes, a lot of ways. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We had 638 did. successful union organizing elections. That's, That's 638 successful new unions and some 48,000 new members. I think somebody's calling us right now. Are they not? Mm-hmm. Are they calling us? Yes. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Uh, yes, Diablo, 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 Diablo. Yeah, we're, we're talking right now, and the whole world's listening. Hey, G, how you doing? All right. Hey, good morning, Blackhawk. Good morning, Take the international, you, the international, you know? A better mm-hmm. word is better sickness, though. You're going to be already, okay? Is it going to be a good year, or is it going to be a bad year? Bad year, bad year. It's going to be bad, huh? I'm a union man. Mm-hmm. I think it's international for me. I'm a survivor. I think it's international for me. I'm not mm-hmm. It's international, you know? Well, the unions had a good year in 2022, but for the most part, it was not a good year. Uh, I just saw in the paper this morning that the average food costs for a family went up $325 a month. That's about right. $325 a It's month. insane. And it's in, the, in the same article. And you know the Dallas Morning News deserves credit for some of their investigative some occasionally. Re- reporting. <laughs> occasionally. Well, not for their attitude about unions, but no. f- for their investigative reporting. And they reported that Dallas County is the fifth worst place in the United States for food insecurity. In other words, this is the fifth worst place in the country for people going hungry. And that, that's uh, that's astounding, and it's terrible. It's what do you, absolutely disgusting. What do you think, Blackhawk? Is he still uh, there? Yes, uh, I've no doubt that they're going up in crime and all this shit, too. I don't care what the police say. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just say it. Just, I think the next one, this city, maybe start talking bigger. 
We don't have as strong a peace movement as we need, I'll tell you. Right, right. Uh, they were loud. I heard he got in town. Oh, yeah. That was a homosexual. He was a good man. He used to be with the... Uh, Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Blackhawk. Have a happy new year, brother. You can call us too at 972-647-1893. And good morning. Thanks for calling Canada Win. Good morning. How you doing, James? All right. Uh, you just kind of struck a nerve uh, a few minutes ago when you were saying that uh, Dallas is the fifth worst. Fifth worst, uh, yes, for food insecurity. And that, that, that's very unacceptable, even in the United States, because we can send $45 billion across the water and, and can't take care of you know, home first. Mm-hmm. I have a problem. They're spending more money on the military, this new bill, has a lot more money for a military than it does for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's very unacceptable. It is, isn't it? And uh, the uh, the same article, by the way, says that a court that the Dallas Food Bank says that uh, that the demand for food, in other words, people people that are poor enough and and uh, desperate enough to ask for food, that demand has gone up seventeen percent. Over the past year, it's really bad. And yet they're blowing all this money on tanks and missiles to give to somebody else to kill somebody else with. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Texas is sitting on 27 billion dollars in the damn rainy day fund. There is absolutely no excuse for the homeless population and and the food insecurity in this state and the state of health care in this state. There is no excuse other than the people sitting down there in Austin. And what did we do? What did this state do? Elected more white men to sit in Austin. Oh, boy, I can't wait. <laughs> oh. You were so right. You were so right. Lord help I us all. I had to get that in because it is very upsetting. Yes, sir. What do you think, brother? What do you think needs to be done? What do you think we need to do? They need to release the money. Yep. And we need we need to keep voting and get those guys out yep. and put other people who are going to do something. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we have uh, local elections coming up. Uh, I think May the first, mm-hmm. and uh, May first is the workers' holiday anyway. So we ought to Perfect. we certainly ought to get together and do something. Absolutely, vote. And there is a special election in Farmers Branch. If anybody out there uh, lives in Farmers Branch, there's a special city council election on January twenty first. Okay, and you can find lots of information about that on Dallas County Votes. There's no information about anything else but that. (laughs) (laughs) The reason she's being sarcastic is because we were trying to find out when the uh, the schedule was on the Dallas elections, and uh, all it talks about is Farmers Branch. But anyway, Farmers Branch is an important place, and they're having a special election. Yeah, the elections are important, and getting, but but even more important in my opinion, is getting organized. Yep. Find a progressive organization that you like that's really going to do something. Join the NAACP. Join the Coalition of Black Trade Unionists. Join the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. That's my organization. And, uh, you know, and and find one that's going to be doing something because uh, the fight is on. Don't you think so, sir? Yes, sir. You guys have a wonderful new year and 
week. Thank All you, right. brother. Happy New Year. Eat your black eyed peas. Good morning. Thanks for calling K and Win. Hello. You're on the Good air. Good morning, Gene Bunny. Good morning. Gene, uh, I hope you're doing well. I'm doing better. Is uh, or is it going to be a good year or a bad year? Well, uh, right now, I wanted to mention uh, the South Oak Cliff Golden Bears. Uh, it's uh, going to be good for them, huh? It, it, it's uh, it's fantastic because, you know, we repeat it. Uh-huh. And uh, that's just something unprecedented in the history of Dallas Independent School District, a football team. Mm-hmm. won two consecutive state championships and uh, we're in the process of trying to celebrate uh, these, uh, these 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 young people mm-hmm. uh, you know they they have tremendous obstacles they have to overcome they have, they're in inner city school mm-hmm. and they're not like a suburban school with all the resources and all the money and all this other stuff mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they come from different backgrounds who are socioeconomically deprived. Mm-hmm. And yet they, uh, they overcame all that and they won the state championship uh, in football, which in Texas you have to win six consecutive games mm-hmm. to okay. win a state championship. Do you, credit, it's, it's, do you credit the coach with that? Or do they just have a really, really smart coach? Or absolutely. is it the community spirit? It's well. It, the, the coaching is a absolute uh, credit because uh, mm-hmm. coaching has evolved uh, from uh, years pre- pre- previous. We get beaten by teams like Alito and mm-hmm. uh, who were perennial champions, and we overcame them. And then this year, we overcame uh, the number one team in the state, Argyle. And so we are beating teams from school from. Uh, communities that have one high school in the entire community and they have all the resources mm-hmm. and we still beat them on, on a, when we get a level playing field and we show that we're uh, better than they are and that we can compete with them uh, when we get uh, the, the proper resources. So congratulations to the Golden Bears. Is, you think they'll be in the Martin Luther King Parade? Because I'm sure well, everybody wants to see them. Well, there's going to be a small parade uh, for them uh, this this coming Saturday uh, in the vicinity of the school. Oh, uh, I some see. Some of the supporters are, are pushing for a larger parade uh, similar to the one that was last year where we, you know, started off downtown mm-hmm. and ended up at uh, City Hall. Uh, we'd like to see that. That's more of a appropriate celebration because of the, the magnitude of what they did. Well, you can, uh, if you got a small parade scheduled, then you can make it a big parade, can't you? Well, uh, I'm not privy to that. I'm just a person who has his own, you know, opinion as a supporter, I see. booster, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. But uh, but it's it's a it's a fantastic achievement because unlike Duncanville and Soto, uh, South Oak Cliff doesn't have the the, the, the economic you know, uh, well at all, because when you're in DISD, you're split up amongst 20 other high schools and all these different elementary schools and middle schools. Whereas those two suburban districts, they only have one high school. Excuse me, that they get all the kids in that entire city, mm-hmm. and so they have a bigger talent pool. They, they're six A, we're five A Division One. Mm-hmm. So even uh, when we competed with them in the beginning of the year, they beat us, but they didn't beat us overwhelmingly. So we're we're, uh, we're, we're proud of our kids. In addition to that, our I academics are, are are up to par. Uh, our band is, is up to Outstanding. par. Outstanding. And 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 we they don't get credit for the academics and the band because of the accomplishments of the football team kind of. Actually, actually, the band played for the Johnson Johnson Jackson dinner for the Dallas County Democrats with over a thousand people in attendance, and it was it was a hundred bucks a ticket. Okay, so it wasn't cheap. No, actually, I think it was a thousand dollars a ticket. I don't know. Anyway, it was expensive, and they performed for that group. So they're getting there. They're getting it. Well, you know, we competed against some bands that were supposed to have been winning awards and, you know, for band. And I'm saying to myself, this is boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, 
Yeah, but uh, I just wanted to, you know, let, let all the listeners understand that, that we're, we're still in the process of celebrating what they've done, and, uh, you know, we're going to move forward. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Keep it up. It's 972-647-1893. We've got another caller already. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Okay. Uh, next. Had to wait too long. Good morning. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. Hi. How are y'all guys doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you guys were discussing about the cost of living, the rising uh, inflation with the people with food stamps programs and things like that, mm-hmm. and what is and what's not. Now, my question to you guys, um, I was on a good amount for a while, and then they, uh, the food stamp people, the Lone Star, whatever, they put their money in the account, it has significantly dropped from, you know, like a good high amount, and then it drops nearly by half. And I had called you once, once. They had mentioned that it's just not me. Everybody's been, you know, cut in half. You know, like you say, in Fox, I've, I've been listening to Fox, and then they keep on telling us that inflation will be better, and it's not going to be better. I think we're going to head off to a bad recession this year. Well, I, I, you're going to have to actually physically to go to one of those one of the uh, uh, places where you you sign up. And find out what the problem is. Don't rely on somebody on the phone. Um, I, I, I mean, I've had enough dealings with the with the government uh, that in in person, looking across the counter at somebody, you're going to get a lot better answer than somebody on the phone. Because that doesn't make sense that your that your stipend, your allotment was was cut. That's crazy. Uh-huh. That's absolutely insane. And there has to be a reason behind it. it. It is. And we can't live on, you know, things that cost of living is so significantly what God, you know? Yeah, I know. I know. how I didn't get a raise. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to be against American here. I don't want to get in trouble on air. <laughs> no, I want you to, I'm serious. I want you to go and, and, and look, find out where the closest place is to you and go stand and look in front of you and look at somebody eye to eye and say, what's going on here? Well, I have a hearing on the phone. I mean, I just called you one one and they got me a letter by correspondence and they tell me I got the appointment to do, uh, to talk with these people. Okay, good. Okay. Well, that's a start. That's a start. Absolutely. I was just so upset. Like I said, they're a bunch of crooks. The government is. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be upset too. And that's the state, honey. That's the state doing that noise. Well, I'm telling you. But thank you for much for the tip. I'm sure you do what you're going to tell me to do. But God bless you and thank you for your show. Thank you so much. Thanks. Happy you have a great one. We have to take a break. on the Workers of Peace with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. Yep. You can call us. What's the number, Bonnie? 972-647-1893. And I'd just like to announce that Pope uh, Emeritus uh, has passed away at the age of 95. Yes, he yes, did. He did. He did just, you have any commentary? No. He, he was old. Was he he was about? old. He was sick. And, he's ne- and now he's dead. He had a so, good ride. He did. Barbara Walters great. also died That's yesterday. right. Baba Wawa. She that died. makes me so sad. Well, everybody does it. I know. It's very popular. And it seems to be happening more and more the older I get. I'm not sure exactly <laughs> what the deal is with that. Charlene Mitchell also died. She was the first black woman to run for president. She, died, she ran in 1968. Wow. She died at 92. She also was the head of the Angela Davis Defense Committee. Mm. And that was in the Washington Post. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Fox News is so consistently racist that racist feelings are evoked just from seeing their logo. (laughs) Somebody did a study. They just showed the logo, and people had the response that this is something racist. I totally get that. (laughs) Because Fox News is so consistently racist. I like to call it faux news. Or actually, it's Fox Entertainment. My my predictions are on the the KNON website under podcast. Uh, they've been there since Wednesday, and I appreciate it very much. Pierre puts them up there, and uh, I'm not afraid to make predictions. I predict, for example, that there will be a serious recession this year. I had a big argument yesterday with a with a financial advisor <laughs> who. Uh, 
who says that it may not happen. It may not be bad at all. You know, he says, you just don't know. And I said, well, you can sure as heck guess because uh, the stock market went down 20% during this past year. And this all happened, by the way, on a year that I ate my black-eyed peas and tamales. Okay, so, the, so maybe you should not. The question <laughs> maybe is. Maybe you need to cut one of them out. The I question, don't know. The question before you, radio audience, is it, is it a good thing to eat your black-eyed peas and, uh, and, uh, and in, the, in the Spanish tradition to eat tamales on New Year's Day? Or not, because uh, some terrible things happened in this past year. They spent all kinds of money, killed all kinds of people in uh, Syria, Libya, uh, what's the Ukraine. Uh, polar bears are dying off at unexpectedly high rates. Housing and stock market is down. Manufacturing is up, but jobs are down. Oh, wait, wait. I have something to add. What's going on? Corporations are getting richer and richer every day. Yeah, on Exxon so, Mobil. Tell Exxon me. Mobil, Exxon Mobil stock went up 75% over and, the year. And you know what they did? They bought back a bunch of their own damn stock with the money. So that they could get yeah, richer. Yeah, so they could get richer. See? There's something wrong with this picture, people. Uh-huh. It's when, wrong. when corporations buy their own stock, that means they're just giving themselves the owners giving themselves yeah. money yeah. and not putting the money back into no. the economy and creating jobs with no, it. because they don't care. The legal marijuana industry is not doing well. That that surprised me because I thought legal marijuana was going to go through the ceiling. And it did do very well at first, but now it's not. I wonder, you know, it's I find because, that hard. It's because to of the leave. pandemic. Is as the pandemic let let loose, mm-hmm. uh, more and more people went out and did other stuff instead of staying home and smoking. Oh, pot hmm. all day. Okay. So oh. so the legal marijuana industry is not doing well. Well, I can tell you, it's doing just fine in New York City. <laughs> attorney Attorney Sydney Powell of Dallas is also not doing well. She's trying to keep them from disbarring her. <clears throat> For having filed frivolous lawsuits and making false statements. Oopsie. So uh, the Dallas Morning News editors, to their credit, say they want things to go ahead with that. I think they absolutely should. The woman was that was out there talking craziness, and it still is, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think they will disbar her no matter what she did, and I'll tell you why. They didn't disbar the attorney general. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't disbar him, and they had a chance to disbar him, and they didn't. So uh, if they couldn't disbar uh, the attorney general of Texas, then my gosh, who could they disbar for doing terrible things as a lawyer? So and They let him because he's, because he's not doing anything to hurt them. Oh. <laughs> See, don't you get it? It's These, everybody else. It's everybody else, and they don't care. Uh-huh. It's not their problem. Not a good year for Mr. Trump. They finally, oh. they finally got his... Uh, his uh, tax returns. Tax returns, and they found out that... He's not rich. He paid little, if anything, in income taxes over six years. Okay, in, in 2020, he paid $750 in income tax. It said that they paid very little in income tax over six years, including the four years in which he served as president of the United States. That's just crap. So I saw they were commenting about it today in today's paper, and they said that he is either a terrible businessman or a very good tax manager. So <laughs> it said they said it's really hard to tell the difference. So anyway, uh, Mr. Uh, Trump has not been burdened with a big tax bill. Well, I think that the the state of New York uh, has kind of brought a lot of that to the close with 17 indictments on uh, or 17 guilty verdicts against the Trump organization and uh, their manipulation of their property values. Yeah, and some of of his... uh, his uh, business leaders have already been uh, convicted. Indicted. Indicted and convicted, and some are already in prison. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, but not him. Well, not yet. Not yet. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll, well see. you can make a prediction about that. Will Trump, Donald Trump go to jail? You don't have to make a prediction about whether or not he's going to run for president because he's already declared. Yeah. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. All right. Good. I just called to make a comment about the uh, marijuana industry. Uh-huh, go ahead. 
and the report that you probably got was about Colorado. And what it was is a bunch of people with big money when the demand went up over the pandemic because people were staying home, uh-huh. uh, jumped into the fray in Colorado. And it takes about a year or so to actually get one of these big buildings built so you can grow indoors in Denver. Uh, and what happened was they invested all this money and the market got flooded with people that were providing the product. And that's why the price in Colorado has gone down by 20%. Uh-huh. But really, Dean, the problem is when states legalize uh, marijuana and then there's an industry set up, the price that the industry demands is the street market price. Uh-huh. So the street market price is doing just fine. Is it? So just- why, why would I go to a marijuana store? Why would I go to a marijuana store and buy the same thing I could get on the street? Well, Bonnie, that's because you can put the marijuana on your dash then and drive away. Oh. But what I'm, that's not the point I'm trying to get at. The point I'm trying to get at is this industry, the marijuana industry, just like other industries in America, want to get the maximum price that they can. Uh-huh. So a lot of times you can get it cheaper on the street now in some of the states. I see. Because the better stuff is actually still on the street. How, how do you know... How do you know where the good? I mean, how do you know one stuff is better than some other stuff? Can you tell by looking or feeling of it, or do you just have to take it no, home and smoke it's rated, it? It's rated by percentage of THC content. Yeah, but if you just bought it on the street, you wouldn't know that. Well, you have to trust the person that you know. Ah, so buy from a dealer that you know. That's right. So- <laughs> yeah, just like when you go to the store that you like, mm-hmm. buy your groceries or your vegetables or hear your preacher talk. Mm-hmm. You go and you return customers. You don't know the first time, but, but later on you, you go by their reputation. This, this You're on KNON, ladies and gentlemen, and you are getting advice on how to get marijuana and how to tell what, well, how to tell the I good stuff. I'm trying to get people to learn how to get marijuana. What no. I'm trying to say is the, the marijuana industry is trying to gouge us just like every other capitalist industry. And when uh-huh. their maximum profit goes down, they're screaming to high heaven, oh, my God, the so, sky's falling, and we're going to go here, and we're going to go there. So your message your message is not pro-marijuana. It's anti-capitalist, right? It's bridal capitalism. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you heard of, uh, oh, dang it, I'm going to say the wrong thing, but I'll call back later with the right thing. There's st- oh, don't <laughs> No, you can't call but once. On, you can't, that can won't let you call but once. Let me ask you something, though, while I got you on here. We're talking about the new year, and uh, a number of states during 2022, a number of states legalized marijuana in one way or another. Now, and I think there's been some movement toward legalization here in Texas. So will the coming legislature legalize marijuana for recreational use, in your opinion, brother? I'll tell you the reason why they won't. Because they haven't decriminalized it here. That's, That's the right. first step. You don't go to jail for it. And then it goes from there. So okay. they will not legalize it here in Texas until they decriminalize it first. Well, will nationally. They-, they have to decriminalize it nationally before. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks very much. Appreciate your call. You can call us too at 972-647-1893. Uh, and uh, give us your idea what what's going to happen. Recreational marijuana becomes legal in Connecticut on January the 10th. Okay. It's already legal in the state of New York. And people are moving there, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, well, you know, uh, it just doesn't make sense. Well, plus, there, I have to look at the, the big picture of the state of Texas and the things that they're doing to the citizens of the state. Transgender children are now criminals their parents are also criminals anybody that helps them is anybody else that helps them is a criminal their Mm -hmm. doctor if you are a woman of childbearing age in the state of texas if you become pregnant all your inner workings and that fetus has now become property of the state of Texas. So, so if, especially uh, if you're poor in Texas, you're in terrible trouble. Yep. Uh, they will use you for the, the, the nastiest kind of political stunts. Oh, well, look at what, look at what, uh, Abbott did on Christmas Eve. What did he do, Bonnie? He dumped three busloads 
of people, migrants from the border, who mm-hmm. had been on a bus for 20 some odd hours. He dumped them in front of Kamala Harris's house and the temperature was 18 degrees. Told them they were going to get jobs. Yeah, and yeah. Y'all are going to get jobs. You're going to be taken care of. Just come on, get on the bus. On Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. this man professes to be a Christian. What was the Christian Christian Christmas about that? Yeah, well, you know, I think we should try to put Christ back in Christian. What do you think? Because mm-hmm. I think he's, he's sorely lacking in, in <laughs> put, the Christian values. And put Greg Abbott out on the street. Oh. That's what I, I would like to see. Oh. 972-647-1893 is not about us. It's about you. If you want to call, make an opinion. Uh, if you want to say something about next year or last year, that would be just fine. Texas population hit the highest population of ever with 30 million as the state sees the wow. largest growth in the United States. And so, guess, guess what? It was all black and brown people. Uh-oh, that's not, they're not going to like that. No, they're not. That's why they elected more old white people to go to Austin. Texas legislature. <gasps> Texas legislators are mostly old white men, (laughs) says the Dallas Morning News. But it says that women have gained some ground. Very. And uh, I must say, too, that some of the women elected around here in Dallas have been outstanding. Oh, yeah. There have been some really outstanding women coming from Dallas and going to the state legislature. And I'm so thankful for that. I like mine. Uh, I have Jessica Gonzalez. Oh, you're so lucky. I like Retta Bowers yeah. a lot. Yep. Uh, there, there's some really good women coming from Dallas to rescue the rest of the state. Victoria <laughs> Niave, Tony Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have some really good women in North Texas. Uh, I believe Collin County actually elected uh, a woman to represent them as well. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, we're moving on up. <laughs> So things could be worse from the point of view of women in politics, they I guess, be. huh? Yeah, of course. If you think that there's not going to be a recession, then you may think that things are going to go very well this year. And if labor continues on the roll like it has been, like it was in 2022, winning new union elections for organizing and doing pretty well on union contracts. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that they're going to be demanding is... COLA on pensions. Yes. Now, COLA is cost of living allowance. If you happen to be a Social Security recipient, you are going to get a letter, or if you may have already gotten it a couple of days ago, saying that you're going to get an 8.7% raise and that Medicare is going down a dollar or two. from the For the first time ever. So... You're going to get a nice bump in your Social Security, and everybody's going to be looking at that and saying, how come I didn't get a bump? How come I didn't get an 8.7% raise in this awful inflation? Because if you didn't get a raise of at least 8% or so, you lost money in 2022. (laughs) If you didn't get a raise, then you lost money. So why why doesn't everybody get a COLA bump? And so people are going to be asking the legislature, how about a bump on our pensions? How about making our pensions go up every time the cost of living goes up? If food prices go through the ceiling, and they are going through the ceiling, Mm -hmm. how come we're not getting a raise that would cover that? So pensions with COLA is one of the demands that the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans is taking on. We're going to be talking about it. We bought 500 buttons to say, Pensions with COLA. All and, right. Yeah, That's good. Gonna, That's good. We're going to be pushing that along with the, the educators in the American Federation of Teachers of Texas. NEA and, is also pushing for that. That's the and, National Education Association. And also the uh, Texas State Employees Union, a yes. very active union in Texas, uh, trying to get cola on their pensions and of course the bosses are going to resist it because they don't want to pay anybody anything if they can get out of it and just bear in mind just keep thinking they're sitting on 27 billion dollars in the rainy day fund that's just in the rainy rainy day that's fund. just it oh not to mention we've got a big surplus mm-hmm. because texas is doing pretty darn good it's mostly federal money yeah uh, but that they're sitting on and not spending for what it was intended to be spent for. We're going to take a break. Okay, we'll take a short break and come back and talk about it. 
like a slave. Oh, Tuesday. We promised to stop singing some. In 2023, we should stop. We should promise to stop singing. No, I can't. I can't. It makes me happy. 972-647-1893. Yeah, but Bonnie, what is it doing to everybody else? Oh, they could just, they're all right. Just sing along. So Sing we'll, real loud, and then nobody will know. We'll be more like uh, Governor <laughs> Abbott. We'll just say, uh, it makes me feel good, and uh, I don't care about I don't care about anybody else. That's right. <laughs> Four <laughs> states are asking permission to import less expensive pharmaceuticals from Canada, according to Kaiser Health News and the Dallas Morning News. Well, that certainly That's makes sense to me. That's good news. That's very good news. You know, for a while, uh, I purchased my uh, my prescriptions from Canada, and uh, and some of the agent or pharmaceutical industries and some of the pharmacies actually got smart and started using uh, discount programs within their facility. So like Kroger, you can get a Kroger special card for $36 a year and you get the best prices or there's good RX. But there's still drugs you cannot get competitively in the United States. It's ridiculous. Of all of the terrible prices and and scandals that we've had, I think the pharmaceutical industry is the worst. Yep. Especially because people die when they don't get what they need. That's right. Federal employees, this is some good news for 2023. Yay. Federal employees will get an average rage of 4.6%. Man, they have an average. Well, that doesn't sound too good until you realize that they also have COLA. Yes. And they will also get at least a 7.7% cost of living allowance because of the inflation. So the federal employees are gonna do better. But remember, they're unionized. And uh, that's for the reason that federal employees have generally led the way for everybody else. So everybody else that's listening, here's what I want you to demand. I want you to demand that you get Cola on your wages if you're making wages. Cola on your pension if you're getting a pension. Cola, cost of living allowance. It's lovely. It's a wonderful thing. It's the only way to stand up against inflation. Because when the price of stuff goes up, your buying power goes down. That's right. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. Yes, we do. We like Applications it. for unemployment aid for the week Ending December 27th, climbed 9,000 to 225,000. And the newspaper said, the Associated Press said that that's quite low. But 225,000 new people asking for unemployment. That doesn't seem low to me. Uh, well, it don't sound nice. No. I'll tell you. <laughs> it doesn't that sound That means good. they got laid off. Yeah. So, so it said, the article said that economists are watching this number very closely because if they suddenly see a bunch of layoffs, that, that, would, that would be an indication that the recession was coming. Well, believe it or not, there's bound to be a bunch of layoffs because Christmas, Christmas is season. over. That's right. And a lot of people were working temporary That's during right. Christmas. A lot of people were wrapping packages or handling deliveries FedEx, or something. FedEx, UPS, all those, all those casuals that uh, got hired for the, for the uh, holidays, they're going to be let go here pretty soon. So, yeah. and when you're a casual employee, you are just hired for a certain time period. Yeah, and you don't even know if you're going to work every day. That's right. And they lay you off. They, you, you go to work one day and they say, well, you can leave at noon and don't ever come back. Yeah. yeah. 972-647-1893. Have you ever worked casual? I have not. I, I have. And it's, it's really, really, it's really hard. Yeah, you my get, husband did. You get the dirtiest and the worst work. That's right. And the worst part of it is that you don't know if you're going to be working the next day. Right. 972-647-1893 if you want to come and give us your opinion about something. There's, a, there's an organization called Common Cause, and every now and then they send me something about Article 5 Convention. Have you ever heard of this? No. Well, Common Cause is a legitimate organization. Yes. And they say that Article 5 Convention is a secretive plot funded by millions in right-wing dark money from the likes of the Cokes and the Mercers. I guess those are billionaires. Yes. And this plot would give mega donors and corporations free reign to radically reshape our Constitution <laughs> against the will of the people, gutting free speech, the right to protest, right to privacy, and more. In other words, they want to rewrite the Constitution. And 
and they only need 34 states to call this convention, and they already have 28. So the only solution that they give us when Common Cause sends us stuff is that you should send money to Common Cause. Well, of course. But other than that, you I don't know what you're supposed to do. <clears throat> but it's like telling you that there are people in this world that are against you. Yep. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hello. Hey there. Hey. You on Hi, the can air? You hear me? Yes. Whole world's yeah, listening. Hi, uh, yeah, this is Gene, the other Gene. Hi, Gene. Hi, uh, uh, I just wanted to give you my predictions for 2023. Good. And uh, I, I think that uh, a lot of good things are going to happen in 2023. And I think we 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 have to be thinking that way for mm-hmm. good things to even come about. And uh, so I was telling the guy that uh, my uh, a glass of water is always half full, not half empty. And he mm-hmm. said, you know what? If there's any water at all in there, I'm happy. Okay. So we should all be thinking that way. All right. Thank you, Gene. Thank well, you very well, much. Do you have any specific predictions? Do you have any specific predictions other than uh, just that it's going to be good? Well, I think uh, politically we're going to gain some ground. And uh, I, I don't know about Biden running, if he's going to run or not, but... Uh, I think that uh, he's going to make a wise decision, whichever it is. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm just looking forward to better things to happen with labor, uh, with uh, even in religion. I, I think good things are going to happen. A lot of people are going to be turning their minds toward happy things happening. And, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but, the problem, but the problem, Gene, is the problem, Gene, is that we know you. And we know that you are just too nice a guy to predict anything bad. <laughs> well, somebody's thinking this way, though. Uh-huh. Somebody's got to be thinking this way. Well, somebody needs to keep a positive attitude. Yeah. Well, what about Bingo. what about just the, uh, expect the worst and hope for the best? That's my motto. <laughs> no. Well, that, that, that might work, too. Yeah, well, let me give you some predictions from somebody that's not a nice guy. That's me. My prediction is that Donald Trump is going to be unbeatable in the Republican primary, not because he can win the general election, because he can't possibly win the general election, but he can still win the Republican primary because all of the all of the reasonable people have pretty much left the Republican Party. There's nothing left there but the racist vote, and he's got the racist vote. Nobody else can take the racist vote away from Donald Trump. That's for and sure. And consequently, he will win the Republican primary. If he's not in jail before then. That's my prediction. <laughs> he's not going well, go to know, he's not he, go to jail. We shall see. Yeah, we if he see. does win that primary, that's going to split the Republican vote. Good. <laughs> well, it, it's already split. I mean, people have already deserted the Republican Party because <laughs> they couldn't stomach it anymore. And because they were tested, they were testing reality, you know. And the ones that believed in reality have already left. That leaves, but that leaves a whole lot of people, a whole lot of people that won't listen, that don't care, and uh, are basically racists at heart. And they're going to vote Republican, and they're going to vote Donald Trump. So he's he's unbeatable wow. in the Republican Party, in my opinion. That's my prediction. Uh, okay. Somebody else can have something else. Do you predict something else, Gene? Well, um, somehow I think Democrats are going to overcome all those little opinions. If Donald Trump gets the presidential nomination, he will, then the Republican, the Democrats are almost sure to lose. But don't forget. I don't agree. Don't forget. I, do I mean, the agree. Democrats are almost sure to win. I'm oh, sorry. okay. Thank you so because much. Because Donald like, Trump what? cannot win the general election because uh-uh. there's not that many racists in America. But he will definitely win the, the, the uh, primary in the Republican Party because that's the racist vote. They have shifted it around. They've turned it around 100, 180 degrees from the days of Abraham Lincoln when the anti-racist vote went to the Republicans. Now it's the racist vote that goes to the Republicans. Mm. Wow. Oh. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Thank you for calling us, Gene. Thanks, Gene. Keep your glass half full there. That's right. Happy New Year, my brother. Nine seven nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. So my predictions are on K N O N the podcast, and I ask people and I ask people at the AFLCO 
uh, on their Facebook page, I asked people to sign uh, up and see what their predictions are. So far, uh, several people have said Mr. Biden will now run. And uh, that's my opinion, too. So you have Biden, Bernie Sanders, and uh, Donald Trump as the major front runners for president. They're all octogenarians. <laughs> I was going to say, they're all, they're all in their 80s, okay? Yeah. Come on, we can do better. I don't think Bernie Jeez. will run because I don't think Bernie will run because he will recognize that people don't want to vote for an octogenarian. I think he'll endorse somebody else. And I think the same thing of Biden. I think he's a reasonable man. He's going to look at that and say people are not going to vote for an octogenarian. So consequently, he's going to step aside. I think he will endorse somebody, probably Kamala Harris, because she's managed to keep her skirts quite clean all the way through this it's uh, terrible smart. period. Yeah, and she's done well. And also because there's a rift in the Republic in the Democratic Party between the so-called moderates and the so-called progressives or progressives. And uh, and I think that Kamala Harris might occupy a center place in their hearts. So I kind of I kind of think the Democrats will end up nominating Kamala Harris, and that'll take place in 2023. See, I don't mind making predictions. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to take a guess. So you could be a weatherman, and it wouldn't bother you. Wouldn't bother me. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Well, if we don't if we don't try to predict what's going to happen. What's the point in trying to understand what's going on now? The reason we the reason we try to understand what's going on now is so that we might be able to anticipate, to a certain extent, it, to the best we can anyway, what's going to happen next. So I think that Biden and uh, and uh, Sanders, both being reasonable men, will look at their ages and say, "I'm not going to run because for the good of the country." Uh, I can't win, so I won't get somebody else that thinks like me. On the other hand, Mr. Trump, who's also going to be an octogenarian at that time, he don't. he's not a reasonable man. I don't even know With, if he'll be alive. That man has got to be one of the most unhealthy people on the planet. He, he eats be. crap all the time. No, he doesn't always eat it. He sometimes throws it against it, the this wall. This is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, so that, of course, with the ketchup on the wall theory, we that did explain uh, Melania's Christmas decorations that one year with all the red trees. Oh, I see. I think it was maybe Something to cover go with, up. go with ketchup. Go with the ketchup, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Mr. Trump <laughs> is not a reasonable man, and, no, uh, and he doesn't have win. anybody he can endorse. So I think that he will run I think he'll win the primary for sure, and he'll lose the general for sure. Of course, that's in 2024. But uh, those are my predictions as far as politics go. I also ask people what they think is going to happen in the Dallas city elections. And uh, most of the people that have responded so far have said that they think that the mayor and city council, as presently constructed, will tend to win. In other words, if they're incumbents, they will win. Yeah. Uh, they we have don't, a lot they don't of, see a big change in the city council. Well, we have we have several council people that are termed out mm -hmm. who cannot run again. Yeah. So uh, that's going to change the face of the council. Absolutely. Is it a majority? No, but it is still going to change the face of the council because well, sure. you got to count to eight. <laughs> if, if you termed out, obviously you're not going to win, but... The prediction is that the incumbents who run will probably win. Or just that's, that's there's not been a lot of responses yet so far. Yeah. But that's been what people have said up until now. Of course, that's the safe bet. The safe bet is that all incumbents in all elections are going to win because incumbents do have an edge. And uh, <laughs> another safe bet is the one with the most money will win. Uh, well, and it looks like Eric Johnson has got that lockdown. That's interesting. The the, uh, the mayor of Dallas already has 1.2 million. Well, let's remember in his last legislative session, I believe that was 2019, he missed 96% of the votes in the legislature because he was in Dallas hobnobbing with rich people in Preston Hollow and Highland Park. So he could have all that money to run yes. the mayor. Yes. So, don't give him any credit, folks, because he don't deserve it. Okay. 
So are we against the mayor? I'm not against the mayor. I just think that he did us dirty in the 2019 legislature, and I don't trust him. I see. I mean, when you are elected by a group of people, District 100, to go and represent them in in the Texas legislature, that's your job for five months. That's your job. I remember, though, that in the Texas legislature, he carried the legislation to try to get Texas to take the federal money for expansion of Medicaid. Yes, he did. And I always liked him for that. That was in 2017. Well. And prior. I think it was in 2012 when, when they been. first offered when they first offered all that federal money and uh, and he tried and the governor said no we're not going to take it yes that was Governor Goodhair Perry yes mm-hmm. and he just he went and now we still have a, a dumbass governor sitting there who won't take the money won't so take- meanwhile we have the highest uh, percentage of uninsured people in the country yeah that's true. And uh, and a lot of people could get their their insurance coverage if the state would just agree to take right. the federal money because it's right. free money. That's right. 972-647-1893. I guess we're out of time for you to call, though. You wouldn't have time yeah. to talk if you did call yeah. us. Call us next week yeah. and uh, be thinking about what you're going to do. You sp- what do you think, Bonnie? Do we recommend peas and uh, tamales for, for tomorrow or not? Uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and eat some peas and tamales, so, yeah. I, you know, that's whatever what happens, wa- happens. That's what my wife said. I said, look at all these horrible things that have happened. My health has gone to pieces. <laughs> you know, we've, our 401K is taking this terrible hit, you know, and we ate yeah. our peas and had tamales. She said, And she said, yeah, and just think what would have been like if we hadn't. Have. See? See, that's kind of where I'm going, too. That's where I'm going, too. Just imagine what would have happened if we wouldn't have eaten them. So eat your peas tomorrow. Eat your peas, eat your tamales. And remember that a glass half full is the best way to look at it. That's right. That's right. right. Thank you, Gene the Scream. Happy New Year, y'all. See you next week.